again, everyone. This is another episode of The Average Joe. Now, you know, I only do these when I have something to say, when something's on my mind. So today is, today I went to, went to get my hair cut. Went to get my hair cut. And according to my, my wife, it was long overdue. And I agree with her. Um, so the, 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 great debate today in the barbershop was about our society and how we're doomed. And it, and it wasn't necessarily a political discussion. Um, it was more about the moral compass of our society and, and what's important, what's not important, what the quote leaders of our society feel are important. And again, they weren't talking about politically necessarily. They were talking about just in every aspect of leadership. Um, and it made me think. It made me think. And it made me sad to think that we were, according to some people, in, in such a bad spot, such a bad situation. But then I started to think about something. And this, this, this is for the educators. This is for anyone that, that deals with children. We don't realize the impact that we have on our students. And, and I know sometimes we think, oh, you know, so-and-so knows uh, math really well or is good at math because of me as a teacher or so-and-so is a scientist or something along those lines because of what they did in my class. But I'm not talking about the content that we teach. I'm talking about the influence that we have over our students in terms of right and wrong. Again, not speaking politically, <clears throat> not talking about you should vote for this one or not vote for that one. I'm talking about a thought process, a belief system. And we don't realize how much we can influence young people. And as soon as I got home, I started to look at some of my social media, my Twitter account, my Facebook account, my LinkedIn page. And when I look at my former students, it makes me happy. We're, we're in pretty good shape. When I look at my former students, anywhere from the ages of 16 to their mid to late 30s, and I look at what they're doing and what they are in the process of doing and becoming, I see... I see lawyers, I see doctors, and, and the one I'm thinking of in particular, I had a, a beautiful conversation with this past week, um, and we realized she'll be, she will be a real doctor in a couple of years, which is a little scary for both of us. Um, but I have students that are physical therapists, and they're, they're police officers, firefighters, um, nurses. They are people that want to change policy. Now, that, that's something that you don't hear every day. When I hear a 20-year-old say to me, Mr. O, I see the things that are going on in our, in our society, and they're wrong. I want to change them. I want to make them better. How do I do that? What can we do to do that? 
and we're talking about students of it, it doesn't matter my students my former students and i still call them my kids and i don't mean that in a disrespectful way because i've said once before if i if, if i've ever taught you you are my child you are one of my children and i'll always think of you that way but they range in age in gender in sexual orientation in race in religion in every possible and conceivable way and for them to want to make things better makes me happy it gives me hope and i know they're going to the ones that are going to be teachers the conversation i had last week is that i'm in a position now where i may be hiring my former students to work for me to teach for me very soon i love that i love that idea there are students that uh, some of my kids, when I've been injured, I've called on my PTs and say, hey, what do I do? I've had to contact some of them for legal advice. I'm not in trouble, so relax. But just these little things, they mean a lot. And, and the fact that their thought process is that of what can we do to make things better? How can we help? That's not me. I didn't do that. I'm not trying to take credit for it. What I'm saying is that as educators, as people that deal with young people, we have the opportunity to present other sides of a coin to them. We have the opportunity to help them see through someone else's lens. That's important. And it's something that I think we take for granted sometimes. And I struggle with it now when I see people that have this responsibility as adults, as educators, and they don't really take full advantage of it. Their, their view is, well, it's my job to teach them this content area. No, it's your job to teach them about life and life skills and to help improve their thought process. Again, we don't teach kids how to think anymore. We're so used to giving them everything. They don't know how to figure things out. They don't troubleshoot. They can't problem solve. We're missing out on that sometimes. So when I, I look at my kids and I, and I see where they are, what they're doing, what their thought process is, it makes me happy. It makes me very happy to know that or to watch them grow and to know that they are going to do very important things for us as a society. And I'm grateful for that. So to all of you, all of my quote kids out there, just let me say, I'm grateful for you. I will support you 100%. And I love you all very much. And thank you for what you're doing and what you are going to do to help us move forward. I've rambled enough for now. This is James Overton. This has been another edition of The Average Joe. Thank you for listening. If you have any requests for conversations or thoughts, just let me know. Email me and I'll see if I can accommodate you. Thanks for spending a couple of minutes with me. I'll talk to you soon.